This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike DeSilva and Sam Weeks. Well Basically. On today's show, we talked about my birthday weekend, big and dirty 30-year-old man I am now. What, 30? Why? Oh, that was a big one. <laughs> you weren't there. Why Mikey wasn't there? <laughs> And then we talked about cheating and relationships and insecurities for a while. And then we moved on to some questions. We had one about increasing weights in the gym, one about getting hungrier when you're lifting more weights, one about our least favorite diet. What's our least favorite diet, Mikey? Oh, how, how long have you got? <laughs> one about getting back into lifting and injuring yourself every time, and one about Binge eating and restriction, which was a goodie. We did a big damn deep dive into that, didn't we, Mikey? I didn't shut up. And then one about knee sleeves and making a difference when you're squatting. Squatting. We hope you enjoy today's show. This is Well Basically. Well, basically. <laughs> no posty. <laughs> you look so <laughs> You just look like you're mad at the world. <laughs> I'm so blurry. Yeah. You know what? This is how we're going to start today. What? What are we going to start with? I've missed you. I've been a sad sack the last couple of episodes. Let's <laughs> start this off oh, right. Let's start it off right. <laughs> I should do spoken word. Who wants to sample me? I'd like to come over and not speak to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Stop that incessant shooting. Energy. Episode 51. Welcome, first time listeners, second time listeners, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. All you guys who listen every week, we love you. We're sending the vibes out the gate because that's what I felt like doing. That's what Mikey felt like doing too, eh, Mikey? Up yours. Have a dance. <laughs> Remember when we used to go to step out of this I would try to pull your clothes and kiss you upon the neck. You would say, maybe, and then let me through. I'll watch your back, maybe. Have a little book. If you're having a walk, swing those arms. Unless you're driving. Then keep your hands on the wheel. Just a second. I, really I don't want to turn it off because it makes me happy. <laughs> I went ahead and let you know I would die for you. Okay, okay, we can turn it off. We can turn it off. That is a song called Love on Hold by Aeroplane featuring, <laughs> this name's hard, Tawatha, Edgy or Aggy. If I'm saying that incorrectly, don't worry about it because it's going to be in the show notes. And I know that all of you love to read the show notes afterwards because everything that gets referenced, I take time to write down there. Every little thing. There's even timestamps. Every little thing? 
every little detail. <laughs> I think that's too far. Yeah, it's not You've true. gone too far. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes me longer than it should, but you know. Oh, so you're happy I do it today, for the people. You? You're happy. You're feeling good now. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling good about life. I am. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm putting on a, I'm putting on a brave face and having a more positive outlook. <laughs> I hate positivity. I hate positive people. You know what? I hate more than positive people when people say to me, "Just be positive." You know what I want to do to them? <laughs> what do you want to do? Things. You should be more positive, though. Well, I, there's, a, there's a time and a place for positivity. Yeah. Just, is that, I just hate when uh, <laughs> when the generic answer to everything in life is, well, just be positive. That doesn't solve anyone's problems. No, it? that's true. Yeah. yeah. But good on you for being positive. But manifest, like you can manifest things. That's like a version of positivity, isn't it? You think about something until it happens. But you do also have to do the things to make sure that that. Do you know the look I'm giving you now? If you're sitting in a corner trying to manifest... <laughs> <laughs> things. If you could manifest anything right now, what would it be? A brick. <laughs> to throw up my head. <laughs> oh, no, you are. That's true. You no, that's are in the mood today, aren't you? <laughs> but that's true. You can. You like I said last one week, a week. You can turn things around. Sometimes, if you are in a little funk, you just need to do the opposite. Unless it's something major. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, unless it's at work and, and you know, there's, there's a, an issue that needs to be ironed out. A, a logistical issue, being positive is just not going to sort it out. <laughs> you can't throw positivity in a logistical problem. <laughs> <laughs> Someone the trucks run off the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look on the positive side. There's a road, you know. doesn't fucking fly. Anyway, how was your birthday? It was good. Where were you? Well, let, let me tell you what happened. Let, so, I was very excited to get the invitation, obviously. And then I was very excited to go. And then it came to the Saturday, obviously. Clearly. Yeah. It's and it. obviously a lot. Which was the day. And I thought to myself, I said, okay, so I need to have a pre, a pre-social engagement nap. Right, because it's very It's important. Hard. Yeah. I needed the energy. So I had my nap and then I slept a little bit too long in the nap. And then I got up and I thought, I thought to myself, oh, I don't know anyone. I mean, I know some people. I know some people going to the thing, right? And then I was like, oh, I don't want to get too hammered, you know, which is my usual coping mechanism. Mm. I was like, I only want to get like, like, you know, like a four or a five out of 10, not a 63. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to socialize. What am I going to say to these people? What are some topics of conversation? I thought to myself <laughs> that I can talk to these patrons about and I couldn't think of anything. And then I thought, oh, and then I got stressed about it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be standing in the corner. That would not awkwardly. be the case at all. Oh, no. No, it probably wouldn't have been the case. There was a good fumbling, here. Fumbling <laughs> for a topic of conversation. Ah, <laughs> oh, I overthought it. And then I, then I got tired. I'm overthinking, right? So I'd had my nap, but it wasn't enough because then I got tired again. So then I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like a shitty rude friend. I you're, didn't show you're my advice. To your party. You should have been more positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, in that situation, yeah, I probably could have. Well, actually, I was momentarily. I thought to myself, I was like, no, this is great practice. This is an excellent opportunity for you to go and practice because obviously, you know, things like that, the more you practice, the better you get, right? 100%. And then it just got too much. 
Okay. And I didn't, so I, I didn't do it. I think your text was, I thought a bit too much about things and I'm not coming. <laughs> and I was like, that's fine. <laughs> oh, and I, I so didn't reply to you because I was quite far gone at that point. It was an excellent oh, yeah, evening. 100%, that's fine. That's what I anticipated. And then I also thought, you're probably not going to be super annoyed at me, which made it less stressful. Well, I'm never super annoyed at you. Name one yeah, time I've nice. ever blown up at you or got angry. <laughs> It's not really not in my personality. <laughs> no, that's, true. that's true. Anyway, that was uh, maybe the, we should do it like for pretend one day. Try out some good acting. For oh, fuck's yeah, sake! Good, good, good. <laughs> no. Anyway, that was my unnecessarily long explanation of why I didn't attend. Um, uh, tell me about the party. Have you, yeah, but have you seen a psychologist? The psychologist person yet? Because I know that's been on the cards the last few episodes. Well, look, I hate to procrastinate, but essentially what's happening is I'm procrastinating. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot way. of procrastination going on in your life right now. I know. Look, the referral is still in my bag. I haven't lost it. I'm going to do it soon. <laughs> but I don't know how to fit it in. I've got to figure out a way to fit it in. Okay. Make time. It's important. <sighs> Let that be a lesson to everyone to make time for the important things and don't procrastinate too much. Write lists. Do you do lists? That's my favorite thing to do. I do it the night before I go, okay, what the hell do I have to do tomorrow? I write them all down. And it's the best feeling ever when you get all, you don't always have to get all of them done, but if you get most of them done, you just go tick, tick, tick. And then I drag one over to the next day that still needs to be done. And that way, that thing that you know you have to do is like, shit, I've got to do that <laughs> Like on that yeah. list every single day. Do you know what? They're really good. I go to write a list. I start writing the list. And I'm like, oh, no, that, that writing's not acceptable. I just start the list again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you are impossible. And I'm like, wait, do, do I need to categorize, what should I do these in categories? And I like, what needs to go at the top? <laughs> I've got a great one. And, 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 so I need to add more structure, but also if there's too much structure, I get stuck in the structure. And if I don't adhere to the, to the rules then I start getting stressed. You know what I mean? Like if you've got a routine, I yeah. can't get out of the routine. A couple of rules is right. It's like can't flexible get structure. Routine. Be like a, a – Can't be flexible. Be like a um, suspension bridge because you know how they bend with the wind. I think – I don't think I'm a suspension bridge. <laughs> you should oh, be. One of those old old concrete things, you know, immovable. One little shutter from a truck and it's down. I am so worried for the mental health of your psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think in the notes after the first one, <laughs> he or she will be like, or they will be like, need help. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping out. <laughs> Quite possible. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely not the person to help you. I would laugh at You've that. You've literally <laughs> shot down everything I've tried to suggest thus far. No, they're good suggestions. I'm just saying, I'll find a way out of them. <laughs> 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 the party was very good There weren't that many people here You would have liked it It was kind of perfect We had everyone inside Because it was freezing And then at about 10.30 We went to a rave in a warehouse And I danced oh God, that sounded like fun I danced So much fun I danced all night With a secret location Yeah There's a movie with that same premise Yeah Probably several It was so, so much fun God, I got so excited at the thought of that <laughs> So excited that I didn't go <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time you should. Next come. time, yes. Yeah, I had an amazing time. Wow. But do you do you know where the location? Who? How do you find out the location if it's a secret location? Uh, they send you like a last. Are minute. there clues? <laughs> Mrs. Peacock the, in the library. 
there's a witch with bits of candy and you just follow her into the warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so good. (laughs) No, you literally, they just tell you to park sort of away from where it is. And then you kind of know, they tell you where it is on a map. And then it's all unregulated. There's one security guard. Everyone in there is a happy, lovely, wonderful, warm, welcome person. And they're just there for the music and the dancing. And there's lasers and strobe lights and incredible music. And I had the best time. It sounds amazing. (laughs) I had the best time. I said out loud while I was on the dance floor like several times, like, this is the best. (laughs) I just just shouted it out. (laughs) This is the best night of my life. Dangerous because oh. I'm, I'm like, fool, I could do this all the time. Dance for eight hours till 6.30 in the morning? Yeah, I'm oh, there. But do you not get uh, anxious about the sun rising? Nah, bring it on. I had nothing to do on Sunday. I've finally yeah. organized my life so that I don't have clients on a Sunday. I've kind of bunched them all into Saturday mornings. So I actually have a day off where I don't have mm. to think about work. And I think that's really important to have a day where you go, I don't have to do think yeah. about anything yeah, and it's also for me it's a good day for me to plan not that a lot of planning happened on sunday <laughs> mcdonald's uh i did have mcdonald's so <laughs> yeah yeah it's good that looks exciting now that i don't eat meat mcdonald's is so much less exciting because i've got like two filet or three options i've got filet of fish hash browns i literally got a filet of fish at 10 in the morning and some with hash, hash brown yeah with a hash brown i didn't put it inside so I didn't, oh. someone said you can um a good thing to do is to get like a Big Mac and you sub the beef for hash browns instead of – but I was like, that doesn't really appeal to me at all. I feel like this, this, the bread's competing with the hash browns. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I said, like <laughs> word for word. <laughs> so, I mean, you could put fillet of fish in there, but I don't know about Big Mac sauce and it just feels like blasphemy really. I'd give that a bash. Would you? Yeah. I actually can't wait. I'm adventurous. (laughs) I can't hold me back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll do it next time. I actually can't wait till they start doing that lab grown meat that tastes like meat because I feel like that'll be me going Mm. back to beef again. It seems like a more sustainable thing. I'd give that a bash. Mm. And it's just like real beef, except they grow it on a little petri dish and they just like replicate the cells. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, no, but it's not come. It's not come. Well, it does come from a cow initially, and they just like go mm. from there. They just take a little sample and go, "Oh, give us a bit of your meat <laughs> and keep growing." Yeah. What are they going to grow organs soon? Yeah, I'm th- pretty sure that's already happening. Stem cells, also a thing that's happening. That's right. Years ago, there was an ear on a mouse, wasn't there? Yes, there was an ear on a mouse. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? I do. I have a memory for some things. Maybe we should get a scientist on to uh, discuss these things. I am, in fact, not a scientist. <clears throat> so. We're going to get a guest next week. I will send her to you. You'll send her to me. I said, well, she lives in New Zealand. But send she's a gonna, woman to me. She's going to come do the show. should be really, really good. A girl called Katie Fisher. She's done a show before and has since turned her messaging all the way around. So oh, she'll be, be really, really great. I love her. She's a, she's a really nice, warm, lovely person. I used to talk to her. Does she like cat fans? Um, I've got... Who doesn't, you know? I guess people who don't like cats. Good party favour. Sorry, off topic, carry on. Party favour? Yeah, you know, a little gift you give to people that come to your parties. What gift? You don't know what that is? What do you mean? I'm so confused right now. It's called a party favour. Giving cat fans to people? Uh, it's just as an example. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, move on. Take this cat fan. <laughs> as a party favour. <laughs> okay, Thank right. you for your attendance. I didn't Enjoy. know what... I actually didn't know there's a band called Party Favour, but I didn't actually know what a party favour yeah, was. there you go. I mean, it could be anything. It could be drugs too. 
Yeah. Those are more fun. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine a party with me at the front door, gifting out cat fans and other obscure <laughs> gifts. I want to be at that party. <laughs> It'll be mine and you'll be the only one attending. <laughs> Any more? Uh, well, I want to talk about that. Hey, have you ever been cheated on a relationship? Huge tangent. Big flip. Surely. <laughs> you can't just assume that. Well, I, I would say so. Yeah? It depends on what, like how, how, how much, what, con- what constitutes. I mean, you, you guys are a bit different. I, I think sometimes a lot of the guys that I know can be a bit different in that regard. I didn't what? cheat on you and he sucked his dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, <laughs> what, uh, what, what would constitute cheating in your eyes? Oh, that's a really hard question. Oh, I guess it depends on the boundaries and that you've set with that yeah, other person. I think so. even something kind of emotional, mm. even non-emotional. What about sexting? Does that count? Does it? Uh, to me, if I'm in a relationship. Do they still call it that? 100%. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen a good sext in a while, to be fair. I mean, it's not technically cheating really, is it? But not ideal. No. <laughs> <laughs> not one of your top fives <laughs> what to look for in a partner. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, not to my knowledge, but I have. <laughs> I have. Whoa. <laughs> Blonde twist. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, but not one of the, not one of the good ones. Was like one of the ones that, one of the ones that probably was part of the way. There. <laughs> Did you anyway. see it as a way out of the relationship? No, I just got really bored. And to be fair, it wasn't going anywhere. Did you vocalize that? With the, well, this is uh, the same one that just ghosted me completely. Oh, right. So he probably found out you cheated. Well, that is a good <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> and there I was playing the victim. <laughs> oh, <poor me. laughs> Oh, oh my God. shit. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a possibility I hadn't considered <laughs> being found out. <laughs> well, that's probably what I do. I never want to talk to this person again. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair enough. I might walk that back a little bit. <laughs> we need to revise the episode we recorded about three episodes. Yeah. So we talked about getting ghosted. Oh, but I have also. That's a justifiable ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair call. Yeah, I have never. I don't think I have been cheated on. I've been accused of some things, but there's this, it's really interesting, right? If someone goes, give me a phone, I'm more than happy to do it if, mm. because I don't, if I'm in a relationship, I don't really see the point in being in a relationship. I not, if even gonna, if there's nothing to find. If you're going to do that. Now, this is, this is where it gets tricky for me because if they go into my phone and they're looking for something like that, they're going to find, gonna find something. They're going to find something they're going to have a problem with and automatically that's like it. And that's happened to me before. And I like I have to explain myself for something that's not actually anything. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. Mm. So I'm almost now tempted if I was in that situation, not that I'm even close to being in a situation like that currently, to just go, no, trust me. Yeah. Well, do you hand the phone over? No, I don't think you hand the phone over. I don't think the phone goes anywhere. Because that's not going to solve anything. No. You're always going to be a paranoid motherfucker, <laughs> aren't you? You'll just look at the phone once, but then you'll start thinking, 
Oh, but then there's the supplementary accounts. <laughs> I've really You're always going to be thinking that. Yeah. And it's a deep, slippery dark. I could be sending hole. some DMs from Pikelets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, well, exactly. <laughs> you kind of, in the end of the day, at the end of the day. It's a lose, sort of, it's a lose, lose, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think you just have to, like, give up and trust someone. Find someone <laughs> trustworthy. It's yeah. only not me. Well, I've only ever really had those types of relationships. Oh, the untrustworthy ones. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know if it's... Well, yeah, but I've also been that person on both sides. And maybe justifiably so. <laughs> oh, Jesus, this is not painting me out to be very good, is <laughs> no, it? it's really not. Oh. You're a piece of what shit. What is me? You can't get a date because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's like my job or what it is. Because I don't think I'm a flirtatious person in particular. Someone called me awkward the other week, and I was like, am I? Have you <laughs> met my friend? <laughs> He's the one giving out cat fans and calling them party flavors. <laughs> a lot of the time, it involves close contact with females in my job, and I guess a lot of people have issue with that. Also, PTs don't have the repu- best reputation. Yeah, true. So I can see it from that side, but also... Womanizing little whore bags. Oh my God, I'm such a womanizing whore bag. <laughs> That's a joke. There is that perception. There not is. of you, but of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen it firsthand on many occasions. Yeah. But like, now I'm just thinking that how do you how do you trust anyone? <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> We're supposed to help people. <laughs> I think it's becoming clearly evident I'm not in the position to be helping anyone or offering advice. <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky one. I think you kind of get to the age no you don't I I think you I think you kind of go through a few things and you kind of learn feel your way and you kind of know if someone's generally trustworthy don't you I think you've got to have open conversations about it comes back to that Mm, it's all communication I'm paranoid about uh, X Y and Z and the JFK assassination, you know, you just talk your paranoia out <laughs> and get through it together. Oh God, you better, you better have such a long list. <laughs> <laughs> and also like having open dialogue from the outset. I'll use an example. I've been dating quite a lot recently and I went on one and it was like quite bad because I asked all the questions that like you just, just things you're interested in. You know, I just like, you, like to know. you know, and this person had so many walls up and was giving me one word answers and was not not like oh. I was just like what do I do what do I do do I keep asking questions do I talk about myself like I, I hate talking about myself the whole point of going on a date and meeting someone else is actually to learn something about them and I was yeah. just like what what is going on here why are you here <laughs> I'm so confused yeah that is confusing and so you just got no information uh, little to none it's like one of those things where I was like trying to stab at different topics to kind of like pique her interest and like make it sort of go somewhere and it just I was going nowhere it was like a swinging fucking ship (laughs) yeah because you want to you I assume you want some ease of conversation right things are gonna flow yeah maybe I wasn't talking about the right stuff I like to think I'm a pretty interesting guy maybe she was just bored by those topics Maybe, but what they weren't like. Were they interesting topics? Yeah. But you no, know, I th- well, give me an example. Uh, I asked her, well, it went from, we talked about music for a while. <laughs> I talked about music <laughs> for a while. 
And then just, uh, just oh my God, I can't even go through the list. I tried from so many different angles. But um, I think if someone's not interested, maybe, that kind of comes across. Maybe she across. just wasn't interested and I was just like, she was just like, fucking get me out of here in her head. But then also still messaging. So I'm really confused as to if she thought it went really well and she's just like that. She's just a little bit quiet. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Yeah, well, maybe it just takes a while for her to open up. First time could be hard. Mm. I just skip all the bullshit now and I'm like, tell me all yeah. of your secrets. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, there's just there's no point in hiding them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to find out sooner or later. You, you'll find out. Mm. Anyway. You'll we'll see psychologists fleeing my vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Can't move on to some questions. That was a good little bit. Beyond general. repair. <laughs> <laughs> Question. 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 One. Hey there, guys. I find it really hard to increase the weights I'm using when in the gym. Is there anything I can do? Rest longer is a good one. If you're resting about a minute in between your sets and you're trying to progress in the weights that you're using, try and Go for at least three minutes. I would say minimum. Sweat is not everything you want to be able to do the same set that you did in the first set again. If you're doing one set of 10 and the aim is 10 and in the second set you do eight, rest a little bit longer. You want to do every set the same. Also, change the exercises that you're doing. Focus on technique. That's basically all I've got. I think the whole rest thing is one that I see a lot of. I see people moving around a lot, not resting long enough, and therefore they're not progressing because strength requires rest. So get that Rest in two ways. Oh, yeah. Like not, en- not enough recovery, maybe. Correct. Also that. You might be doing too much in general throughout the week. The other thing I was going to say is some of the bigger movements are increasing. Your, once you get to that certain point, going up in weight can take quite a while because mm. it's quite a – a heavy load and like, you know, my squat weight goes up very minimally. Mm. And then I was going to say, maybe don't always need to worry about it. Cause I've been going through a period of not really worrying about putting my weights up, just enjoying doing the movement better. And then kind of just by accident, things have got better. Yeah. That's another way. So some, that, like you're kind of focusing on technique and how you move. Yeah. Yeah. Rep range as well. So if you're like doing sets of five and your weight's not going up, try lowering the weight and doing some sets of 10 for a couple of weeks and try and increase the weight that you're using in that prep range. And then maybe going back to the five reps, sometimes that can make a bit of a difference. Also adding in some unilateral work. Let's say if you're doing squats, trying out some lunges, getting really strong at your lunges. So one leg at a time strength. Then going back to your squat, you might just be a bit stronger. Hey, might be a weakness in one leg. I was just going to say with my squat too, I'm a, I'm a little bit wonky and a bit imbalanced. So I've, if that's kind of happening, there's, a, there's sort of a ceiling with improving with your weights before you kind of sort that out. So that could be just another little side note. A little tidbit. Yeah. Question two. Now that I've started focusing more on lifting heavier weights, I'm getting hungrier. Is this normal? Oh, fuck yeah. Eat. Very, very normal. That could be a very good indicator that you're actually adding some muscle, which is fab. Fab. 
Funny thing about muscle, it requires energy to move. You're increasing your mass, so your mass needs more energy to move. And in order to build more muscle, you need to eat more. So that's great. That and, means what you're doing is probably working. And also kind of cool that you notice your hunger. Mm, there Some we go. Don't. That's also very, very yeah. good. Cause, keep, keep, keep on that. Because there is a difference between like cravings and actual hunger. Actual. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. No, well, but mindless like eating. You feel, you feel like something. But a craving's not always bad either. No, not at all. I'm not saying it's bad, but like actual hunger, like, oh, I need to. Uh, yeah, like your stomach's rumbling, mm, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I notice it more, well, just nowadays in general. Sorry, didn't need to add that. <laughs> hungry, hungry boy. <laughs> What's your guy's least favorite diet? I'm excited for your answers. He, he. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all of them, but I can't. <laughs> no, like, I'm say <laughs> I despise all of them. Mm. Anyone that's written a diet book, I despise them. <laughs> I want to take that book and beat it with them. Beat it with it. What's in English? You want to beat it with them. Oh, but my <laughs> beat them with it. You mean beat them with it? Yeah, thank you. Not Jeez, not masturbate with them. <laughs> <laughs> beat off with it. Um, it'd be a better use for it. I look oh, maybe paleo. Really? Yeah. Because it's based on a historical thing that's false? Yeah. Really gets on my left tit. Mm. <laughs> only one in particular. Right on my lefty. Because well, there's just so much. I just, they're, they're similar to the keto thing. Like they're taking this idea. They're, they're not even qualified in, right? They have no knowledge of the Paleolithic. <laughs> they're not freaking archaeologists or anthropologists. <laughs> no freaking clue. <laughs> no idea. They just grabbed onto something, an idea, which is completely wrong, and they've run with it. God, it grinds my gears. Like just picking something obscure. Why don't we just take it further back and do like the fucking Jurassic? There probably is a Jurassic fucking diet. Right, we isn't only there? eat dinosaur meat. The Eocene <laughs> diet. Whatever the time frame was when there was single cell organisms. You know, you get my drift. You fell to feed. You just breathe <laughs> in and out. <laughs> Inhale amoebas. It's the same for me. Pretty much all of them are despised. Well, they all t- generally demonize oh, the it. blood type diet. Oh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> they all demonize, well, not all of them, a lot of them demonize a certain food group. And I just see the risk for the risk for potential disordered behaviors or fucking up your relationship with the food by taking on any of these further down the track. So anything that does that is bad. Keto's been one that I've got a personal gripe with them because I've spent time with it and I hated that time and it's taken me a long time to recover from that time. What's that other one? What's that other one? You know the other one? The shake, the fucking shake that everyone's trying to sell you? Oh, like isogenics. Yes, or- isogenics. No, they are. No, I have to replace. Uh, I had to replace it. I had to go with isogenics. Uh, because that's not a diet, man. That's a life. That's a life. Fucking Brenda from down the road, who you know might be a fantastic, I don't know, insurance salesperson or something, has just taken her isogenics, and then all of a sudden, she's a nutrition expert, isn't she? Because she's doing a little spiel that isogenics have said, and then she's selling it on to old Mary down the road, and then she's an expert. There's a few of them. It's not just isogenics. And she's taking a cut. 
It's like there's Isogenics, Arbon. There's a few different companies that do this thing. It's real interesting because it turns people that you like. Stick to your Tupperware. It turns, <laughs> it, what it does to people that you like is it turns them into salespeople at every, any given moment. And you won't have any idea that they're into Out it. Out of the blue. And Out of the blue. And then they just start talking about it. And you're like, oh, my God, they've become one of these. Why? What's happened? Why? <laughs> no. Transformation Tuesday. Oh, yeah, but like the, it's a whole Ever pyramid. Felt blah, it's a pyramid blah, blah, thing. Blah. But it's they don't call it pyramid. They sell it as something else. I can't I can't remember what it's called. It's some of the bullshit to use to cover up uh, like a pyramid scheme. But they, you effectively buy it. Multi-level marketing. Mul- that's exactly yes. what it is. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another one. Same thing. But then apparently they do this ploy where there's like an – like an out fucking what happens? There's like, uh, like they have a, like a blow up, like a, like a altercation. What's another word? It's not the word I'm looking for. Anyway, they they get into like fisticuffs, but not fisticuffs. I can't think of the damn word <laughs> with like the company. And you never know the name of the company. The company has no name, and they're always talking about their business. My biz. My biz, my biz is doing so well. And then you they're waiting for you to inquire, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Comment I've, below on I've, my biz. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Biz a few for money. I've got a few of those friends on Facebook. I don't know why I keep them. It's just and the, then they have a falling out. This is what happens. Like it happens with all of them, and they move to a new one that aligns with their values. <laughs> oh my god, I've seen yeah. all of this. <laughs> You've got a few of those Facebook friends too, don't you? Oh, Facebook, something I never use except for seeing shit like that. Amazing. To be fair, I keep them on because it makes me feel good about my life. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, next question. Every time I try and get back into lifting, I end up injuring myself. Back, shoulder, wrist. Any tips on trying to remedy this? Yeah, you're going tits up too hard. Yes. I mean, that's, I mean it could be. Who knows? Uh, you could have. You could be very prone to injury Technique. as well. Could be a technique thing. Could be any of any number of things. What you need to do is actually hire someone. I would say if you're doing this by yourself, hire a trainer who is experienced and knows their shit, so you can actually find a way to work around these and even like work on these problem areas. Because if you don't, it's just going to happen again and again. And it's a huge setback. I know what it's like. I got injured, but I've talked about it on the show, and I was out for a couple of weeks, and it was so demotivating. And I know we say to focus on other things. That's exactly what you should do. But when you've like injured something pretty major like your back, it makes it very hard to do a lot of stuff. So I would say 100% hire a coach and a trainer who is experienced with injury. And I'd like to give you some advice too. Some great advice for my toot my own flute. Um, so, well, number one is always technique, right? So doing things well, forget about the weight, and the, and the rep sometimes, technique first. But if you can't afford a trainer, which is the thing, like, I don't, and, or maybe you don't want to spend the money, also an option. But the, like, there's some things you could do, and maybe you could write in, not write in, you don't write into us anymore, you know, do the thing. Like, I was struggling with my deadlift, right? And like, I know the, the technique and how it should look, but I can't see myself, and I needed a coach, and I'm like, fuck, I just can't afford a coach right now. So I just switched it to something. I switched it to a sumo. Bigger picture. I'm still kind of working the areas that I wanted to focus on. But I just found a sumo was fucking me up less. And so I switched to that. Mm. 
Does that make sense? So finding, finding some, some alternatives, alternatives that aren't as complex that you can kind of do on your own, even if you are experienced with exercise. Semo as well, it's a very good tip. It generally tends to be a lot easier for the majority of people as opposed yeah. to the full-on hip hinge that's in a conventional deadlift. It feels a lot more comfortable. Yeah, wonky with my squats, switch to a goblet squat mm. for a bit. Just goblet squat's great as well yeah. as an alternative. But if, if you did want to go down that track, you could... Ask for some little swapsies. Hey, I'll help you out. Send us a DM. I'm, I'm your friend. Tell me where it hurts. Next question. Recovering binge eater here. Thanks to you, my binges are far less frequent, but I'm still struggling psychologically with the days after and restriction. Have you guys struggled with this? And is there any advice you have to get out of my own head? Oh, yes. Like, struggle with that so much. Uh, but I, you know, we do have to do the thing where we're like, might be a good idea if you see someone about it. To say yes. But what you do need to do is fight that urge to compensate after a binge. So what tends to happen, or what happened with me, because I'm not an expert, is <clears throat> I would binge on something or have an episode, and then your immediate response to that is to do the opposite, so some form of restriction. So I just had to fight against the urge to restrict, which sounds really simple, but when you think about it, and it is a mindfuck, that's why you might need to talk about someone about the mindfuck, but you need to push back against that urge to restrict because it ke- if you restrict, then it keeps you in that cycle Feels going to cycle. and fro, that, like, yeah. that pendulum from up here, swing to there and then you drop again so pushing back against those urges which is so hard uh to restrict in some way helps in the long term that whole binge thing for me personally came from the restriction and that's my body naturally naturally saying holy shit sam you're not eating enough to feel this and then i would just start eating and then I'll be like, suddenly it would turn to the psychological thing where really it's just my body telling me I need to eat more, but I'd let it happen all in one go. And without yeah. like keeping that train going of actually eating a sustainable amount of food, I would restrict again. And yep. like you said, the cycle keeps going. And I guess the way that I don't really have the binges anymore, which is great. I mean, like this time last year, I was in full swing um, mm. with, a, with a lot of this stuff. Yeah, true. And, and I'm trying to think about what the major thing for me was and it's just having a more balanced sort of eat intake throughout the day not counting calories anymore and sitting down and having three meals being more like a day having a little bit of a structure but not too much structure if you're counting calories and you're doing the binge thing, because that's how I used to justify it personally for me, I would track everything on a binge, right? I'd go, I'm going to eat this, 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 put it all in my... And it might be a huge amount of calories. And what I'd do is I'd look at my calories for the week and go, well, <laughs> looks like you're not eating yeah. very much for the rest <laughs> of the week. And that's how I justify it. And then after talking so much in here, I'm like, fuck, this is so fucked up. Why am I doing this to Mm. myself? And just having balanced food, not creating any rules around food, just actually just cutting yourself free of these sort of diet chains is the way to go. So that's what you need to do. Stop doing everything. And it's taken me a long time to get to that point and admit that that's what you have to do. Cause I used to say that tracking calories is a really good way to have a sustainable relationship with all foods, but I've kind of gone off that now. Get rid of all of it. 
Have some structure. Three meals, two snacks. Don't think foods are bad. They're all great. They're all delicious. Well, not all of them are delicious. Orange, orange and chocolate together is nightmare fuel. But that would be my advice. Break free. I want to break free. I think it's really interesting to – I don't know. I, I don't know if people find it weird, but I found it interesting to just figure things out and figuring the different ways that I was restricting. Like it could be restricting in terms of uh, calories or – food type do you know what i mean like there's different ways that you restrict as well so getting curious about that and also making sure you eat from the different food groups as best you can each meal uh does that make sense you know like carbohydrates protein, veggies, carbohydrates protein. fat and then and then the normalizing things helped me as well mm. and i i just pick one thing at a time because it can be really overwhelming mm. so you know if like chips are your trigger food or something you can you can start with one thing always have them in the house always mm. always buy them resist the urge to restrict i know it's kind of scary but yeah well so good that we're talking about this because you know you have chips I, in the house well, yes. no, i don't but yeah. i don't really fuck with chips like they're not like i'm not, I'm not like mm, gum chips no so you're not really into them no nah. and you know we talked about it i used to have cookies as my major thing I don't even like, like I don't, and through this oh, whole normalization process, I don't even like, I'm like, I don't even care for them anymore. I used to be like, wow, they're the, they're the be all and end all food. Cookies are amazing. Yeah. And do you also find the, like, you have that initial enjoyment of the food, but then it, it kind of wears thin. Mm. Whereas before it would be like an entire packet of biscuits or something. I'm like, and I've still got the option yeah, because that's the thing. I've always got that option to do that, but I get a part of the way and I'm like, oh, I've stopped enjoying them as much. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like that initial really enjoyable taste, the kind of flavor goes away and you're just not really you're enjoying just eating them. for the sake of yeah, eating. Yeah, or you get, I don't know, like there's these really great big cookies at work that I get all the time and, and sometimes I get through half and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of over it. But before it would have been like, well, I've eaten half of it, so I may as well, well just eat it. And I'm like... I'm not. I'm not enjoying it. I'm going to put it away and have it later. And I might have it after lunch or something, you know, because sometimes I do have cookies for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just little things like that. So a Belvedere. I can't <laughs> think of a fucking worse <laughs> breakfast. No. Yeah, a- I've eaten those. I like them. <laughs> no way. Because I like the cereal kind of multi taste. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not like I'm not trying to replace like a cereal or think it's like a a breakfast. But I looked at them one day and I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like eating those. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> And also, like, I don't know, be encouraged by by this part because even though it's hard, getting through it into the other end. It is, takes a long time. It's taken yeah, me a long time. Yeah. But it is it is so good at the other end. So good on your cereal. Feel free to reach out to either of us because we've clearly both had our yeah, own struggles. Yeah, keep asking questions. Yeah. Ask more. Yeah. But get really specific if you need to. All that stuff. And, yeah, obviously, see someone if you are really struggling. Reach out for help. Or, Absolutely. I fucking went on and on on that one, didn't I? It was a good one. Last question. Do knee sleeves make a difference when doing squats? This one's from Jessica Ann. We love you. Oh, I've got no idea. I imagine there could be some, like, the stretch. It could, they keep does the it ne- mimic proprioception? They keep your thing? knees warm, right? So oh, a, lot of, yeah, <laughs> a lot of CrossFitters wear them because they so keep your knees. So what I just said, like, <laughs> I could be in marketing. <laughs> yeah, you could Fuck. be in marketing. No, they keep your knees warm. Um uh, I mean, the ones that most people use aren't super, super tight. If we're just talking about sleeves, 
there are some new ones on the market now because I did a bit of research uh, that are super. Sorry, I'm talking through my nose right now. <laughs> oh, don't, and you're snorting. <laughs> There are some on the market that are really, really tight. So a lot of powerlifters, you'll see them use knee wraps. And knee wraps are used because you actually get a lot of power, like a cord spring out of the bottom of a rep. That's why you see them using. I was actually watching a video while I was doing my research of this guy because in a powerlifting meet, sometimes it's okay to wear sleeves, but you're not allowed to wear wraps because they really help you out a lot. And this guy had put wraps underneath the sleeves and he got caught. The judge went and pulled them down and he's like, nope, you're out of here, mate. So You're done. Uh, sleeves can be quite good. They provide a bit more stability around the knee joint as well if you have any knee issues. But it's one of those things where it's like deadlifting with wraps or with a belt. Wouldn't you rather build up that structure on its own and not use them as a crutch? We see dead, people deadlifting with a belt. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but wouldn't you rather build up the strength for your erectors when you're deadlifting with the wraps? Wouldn't you rather work on your grip strength? Like there's, I think building up that initial strength first without these things is really, really important. And then maybe later you might want to chuck them on if you feel like you need them. But I would say they're completely unnecessary. Focus on your technique without all of this stuff first. Learn to move your body without the little gadgets. That's my hot tip. Hot tip. Thank you so much for listening to Well Basically. If you want to find Mikey, you can find him at Well Basically Mikey. Want to find me? You can find me at Well Basically Sam. The podcast Instagram is Well Basically Podcast. The website is www.wellbasicallypod.com. You can ask questions there. If you scroll all the way down that landing page, there's a place for you to ask the questions. There's also a few articles in there that we've written. Free information. Fun, free information. Mikey's having a little boogie. Who likes this tune? Who? Yeah, I'm sure the fans love this song. It's like a nice calming little outro, isn't it? Well, um, basically, that's it.